What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Lauda, what do you got? Well, this week, George, it was a back-to-school week for a lot of kiddos in the LA Unified School District. Yeah. Except for one school that has a little bit of a problem. So a school in Montebello has a rat infestation problem. So sure, high school... I'm totally, I wasn't going to say their name, but you know what? It's okay. It's a known school. They actually delayed their start of the school year to resolve the issue. The superintendent says they're working with experts to resolve the issue and hope that the school um, will open soon because their first priority is the safety and health of their students. I hate rats. Mm. I don't know what would be worse, being infested by rats or like ants. Because I hate both. But I'm no. like, ooh. No, rats way worse. Oh, of course. I hate rats. When I went to New York, it was like, ugh, because they're everywhere. But I was reading that due to the fact that, you know, kids weren't in school and there wasn't a lot of maintenance, they started trickling into, like, their ventilation. So when they went and started seeing where, if things were working, they noticed there was a bunch of nests of rats in the school. Wow. That that's gross. brutal, dude. Gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's that is disgusting. that is terrible. I'll tell you guys, I had a mice problem. Now, it's not rats, but it's mice. And I was in total denial. And my kids would be like, Dad, I just saw a mouse in our garage. I'm like, no, you didn't. You didn't see a mouse in our garage. And then this mouse or mice must have gotten up on the seat of my e-bike and made little duties all over my seat. And that's when I realized, wait a second, there actually are mice happening here. And I had to call my pest control company, and they had to come out. Not only did they have to get rid of the mice, but then they had to do all this work around the house, like, hey, this is where they're getting in. So I'm, like, petrified of mice. I'm disgusted by rats. Ants I could actually live with because I could step on them and kill them, you know? But um, but I'm a peaceful brother. I don't even like to kill insects, so. No, nah, bro. I would be freaked out. Like, I, I don't mess. Look, there are a few things I don't mess with. I don't mess with spiders. I don't mess with rats, Okay. Mice, you, there's a difference between a my, a mouse and a rat, okay? A big mm-hmm. difference, okay? Literally, big difference. So, that's crazy, Laura. Well, yeah. what's the deal hey, with, hey. what is the latest update? Like, do, do we know? No, they, like, they, they're still working on it. So, it's not like a little problem. I mean, right. if I, I get, look, I've never had an issue with the rats and stuff and all that at home. But I know they have to fumigate, and they they didn't find this yesterday. It's been a right. few weeks, uh, so the it's fact probably been that, a problem for a while. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it right. is back to school this week. I mean, I don't know how how it is for you, George. I know my kids all went back to school this week, and yeah. uh, you know it's, I, I can't even believe it. Like I feel like the summer flew by. I don't yeah, know where it, it went, man. Kids are back yeah. in school. Well, and kids are also starting way earlier. Like when you know, I, I when I was young. Um, it wasn't until like high school that they started doing school in August. You know what I'm saying? Like growing up, up probably through junior high for me, school didn't start till after Labor Day. Right, right. Um, and then what? Somewhere where I got into high school, there was that change where they started in August. Um, I think that sucks personally. It I, does I mean, suck. I understand why they do it. I totally get why they do it. I, I get it. Like I'm not. I just still think it stinks for like the kids and honestly for the parents too. Like, you know, in a normal world, you want some time off, right? Like you want some time with your family and you, it's our, look, I'm not, please don't take this the wrong way. I'm not trying to say that, you know, despite all our faults, America, I still think is the greatest country, right? But we have faults just like everybody. We ain't perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but in other countries, you know what they get right? 
like vacation time. And being able to just be like, hey, I'm going to spend some time with the family. We're going to just going to get or whatever. Right. Like I'm going to do me. I'm going to have like my time away. Like we don't do that right here. Like we just want to work, 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 work. And it's like you 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 miss out on like real stuff, man. Like when you just focus on work all the time that's yeah. not life man yeah. that's not hey, living by the way, is what since, i'm saying since since we're on a, a school rant here here's one other thing a i'm gonna give you two things a why does school have to start so early and b why do kids have to start school at five years old you know like to me i've read that book by malcolm gladwell outliers did you ever read that book yeah it's <laughs> yeah, like yes, yes it's like why do they start at five they can start at six or seven if they graduated high school at 19 or 20 what's the difference so that's one little tangent, but this, you know, I don't know what time everybody's school starts, but like 7.15 or 7.30, it's like, yo, what if you started at 8.30 or 9 o'clock and you went till 3.30 or 4 o'clock? What is the big deal? So. Yeah, I agree with that, too. Uh, I do think that school starts too early in some cases. Like, Laura, when you went to school, like, what time did you guys start? It started at 8.30 and then it went to like 7.50. Right. Right, 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 right. I so they went, they pushed it talking. back like 40 minutes. Yeah, and I hated yeah. that because they still made us leave at 3 p.m. Well, and I would say the other thing is this, like, I, I and I could be wrong about this. I feel like when I was a kid and most of my friends when I was in high school or junior high or whatever particularly, um, you know, maybe less so when I was little, like in elementary school. But, you know, when you're older, you want to stay up to watch stuff and do stuff, right? Like, I just feel like you could have – a more alert student later in the day too like you know what i mean mm-hmm. like if you started later to your point scott yeah i mean i, I can just tell you guys um like like my daughters they're like they're, they're like go-getter type girls so they're up and at them and then, you know they're up super early and they're on their way to school but my girlfriend's got two boys it's a whole different world dealing with boys than it is dealing with girls and these guys like you got to wake them up and shake them around and get them rolling and i'm telling you i don't know why we start school so early but all right another topic another day yeah so anyway, let's get uh, we'll get to these calls here in a second. I know people want to chime in on my restaurant conversation, but real quick on the Dodgers because I promised that, um, and we'll do that quickly here. Greg, you had a great stat for me on the Dodgers um, before the show today about it was to what Scott was alluding to, which is that they just even though they've won, I, I guess they've only lost three games in August. They haven't made up any ground on the Giants. Zero. So Scott Zero. was talking about since the Giants lost to the Mets today. Uh, the Dodgers have another chance to finally make up ground. But what was the line? What were the lines that you were giving me pre-show? So the other one was that there's the Giants have been in first place since May 31st, and since in in that time, the Dodgers have only won 12 times on a day that the Giants lost. So that's two and a half months that they did. And if you take out the games they actually played the Giants and beat them, it's only been eight times. Eight times in two and a half months where they have beaten a team and the Giants have lost. it's They can't catch them. No, and, and listen, it, you got to give the Giants credit for this. Very few of us went into this baseball season thinking that the Giants were a real contender to win the division. Most people thought it was a two-team race. What has happened is the Giants have been able to play consistent ball all year long, and then at the trade deadline, they actually got a little bit better by what they added when they went out and got Chris Bryant. Yeah. The Dodgers went out and got much better by getting Scherzer and Trey Turner. This is where I give the Dodgers a ton of credit, though. 
You know, Mookie Betts has had an inconsistent season due to injury. Corey Seager was out for a long time. Cody Bellinger has been out for a long time. Dustin May left in the early part of the season. Clayton Kershaw hasn't pitched in how long has it been, Greg? 30, 45 days, like something like that since the All-Star break. So we've never really seen the full complement of the Dodgers. So credit to them for keeping pace. And it's not that the Dodgers aren't doing everything they can because they're winning. I think it's been nine of their last 10, uh, 10 of their last 12. The problem is, is that the Giants are on the same kind of a pace. Today, the Giants had the New York Mets down and, and the Mets just kept battling back. It was a 1-1 game, then it was a 2-1 game, then it was a 2-2 game, and then the Mets blew it out uh, later in the game. It was in the 12th inning where they scored four runs. But now, tonight, the Dodgers, who haven't been good in one-run games, haven't been good in extra inning games, all of a sudden, the Dodgers have won a bunch of close games, and they're playing a really mediocre Pittsburgh team. So you look at it tonight, and you go, hey, San Fran lost. You're the Dodgers. We got to win tonight because we can just get to that. Now get, get from four to three. And you got to just take every opportunity you can. Yeah, look, I, I, I'm, you know, it, it, it has been stunning to me how good the Giants have been. I would have never in my wildest dreams thought that they'd be this good. But here we are. And we're in the middle of August. Now we're getting closer to the end of August. You know what I mean? And they don't seem to be going away. I thought they were going to fade. And maybe there's still time, but it, it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. So the Dodgers need to absolutely take advantage if they want to win the division. Because, you know, again, I just think it makes your path easier, clearly, if you win the division. But, man, I... I I, I have look. Major League Baseball does this to you, and you know. I guess it's not the only sport, but Major League Baseball specifically generally has at least one team, and football does this too, where you are surprised. Like you are genuinely like surprised. Like I didn't expect this team to be anything but maybe a 500 squad, and here they are balling out right, right. now and playing right. really well. So the NFL and Major League Baseball generally have that for you, where there are surprises. The NBA, not so much. Occasionally, you get uh, you know a story like the Knicks last year, where I don't think people thought they'd be that good in year one with Tibbs, and, and they were good. But yeah, the Giants are for real. And Farhan Zaidi has has made, to your point, Scott, uh, has has pushed all the right buttons. Yep. <laughs> Whether it was Alex Wood earlier in the season, you know, bringing him in and. Uh, or in the offseason, and now bringing in Chris Bryant, they're good. Like, they yeah. are legit good right now. Yeah. And, you know, George, I'm looking at the Dodgers and the remaining schedule. The only thing I can tell you is is that they only play San Francisco three more times. Um, and the Dodgers' schedule is is pretty it's, it's, it's pretty hard. I mean, listen, they're going to play the Mets for four. They're going to play the Padres in San Diego for three. Padres, by the way, have completely fallen apart. They, yeah. they just got swept by the Colorado Rockies. You're in the middle of a playoff race and you get swept by the Colorado Rockies. Not to mention you just lost three out of four to Arizona. And I don't know if you followed this or not because you were at Summer League. A kid making his major league debut, no hit the San Diego Yeah, I saw Padres. that. Uh, the Arizona have, Diamondbacks. Right, yep. They've yep. completely fallen apart. But listen, the, the Dodgers, there is plenty of time. It, it's not like in the early part of the season. Oh, it's early. They're going to be fine. It's not like that. There's about 40 games remaining. But there is still plenty of time to make up this ground. It has to start tonight. you got to win this game tonight because you're playing against a bad Pittsburgh team and you just saw the Giants lose in extra innings. Tonight is a game. I hate to say it like this. you got to win it. I'm not calling it must win. It's not a mathematical must win. It's an emotional must win tonight for the Dodgers. What? Who is it? Who are you, Scott Kaplan? I've never heard you that positive about the Dodgers well, listen, Greg, ever since you've been on this show. This is shocking. Greg, listen. Shocking. I'm following the team every night. I'm not, listen, 
I like the Padres because I've been around the Padres for 20 years. I also like an underdog team, okay? And they were an underdog franchise for years. You also have to remember, I live with a whole bunch of born and bred Padre fans here. But I'm following the Dodgers. I find the Dodgers to be a likable ball club. And I'm very interested to see what they're doing. And what they've been able to do, minus all of the injuries that they've had to deal with this year, I find it to be very interesting. And Laura said what? And your Padres suck, so you're jumping ship. Well, my Padres yeah. do suck right now, and it's really unfortunate. And it, I, I, I wish it was. I wish it was an exciting race. Believe me, I really wish it was. If but, the Padres were right there, if it was like a one-game difference between the Dodgers and the Padres, would you be saying the same thing? Well, I'd be saying the same thing if the Dodgers were doing what they're doing. I mean, listen, you you can be an observer without necessarily being a fanboy. You know, um, I'm an observer of what the Dodgers are doing. And I don't have, like, lifelong Dodger hate. Padre fans have lifelong Dodger hate. Okay, I don't have that. Um, I have observational awareness. You see the difference? I just made that up. Yeah, that's a, it sounded good, though. Yeah, like, you know, sold like, me until right. you said you made it up. Right. I, mean, I, I just be real. literally just made that up and, and, like, couldn't keep my mouth shut to not tell people I just made it up. I just had to just blurt it out. I just made it up. Yeah, observational you awareness. Kept it. You should have just kept it there. Like, I know. It was it, pretty good. It would have been fine. Let's yeah. go to Hector in Mission Hills. Hector, how are you? Hector. Hector. All right, let's go to Wing in Westminster. Wing, what up? How you doing? Yo, yo. If, if she's as out of line as you make it sound, I find a manager, and how he handles it decides whether I'm willing to give him another chance or not. How about if it's okay. a new restaurant? They haven't figured out their employees yet. Perhaps that's the case, Wing, and thank you. And for those that don't know what we're talking about here, earlier I was telling a story about how I was in Vegas. I went to, I wanted to go to Ray Garcia's restaurant, support an L.A. guy, Mexican place. You know, I, I wanted to support. And I went, and I had a really bad experience. Um, you know, I, I had a reservation at 930. I know they have a 15-minute window. Um, it was probably the, my guess, I'm pretty sure it was the last reservation of the night. Uh, but I was out there, at, and the, you know, in front of the hostess, kind of pointing, hey, I got a reservation and, and kind of said, like, mouth to her, I have a reservation. And she nodded. Was waiting for my buddy who was a little late at Resorts World. Uh, literally two minutes. Like, 9.47, walk up. Hey, I got a 9.30 reservation. Said, hey, uh, we only have a 15-minute window. And I'm like, well, it's, you know, it's only two minutes. She says the kitchen was closed. I said, well, the, if, the, if I would have got here two minutes ago, the kitchen would still be open. And then, and maybe that was a smart-ass remark on my part. I don't know. <laughs> like, but, like, it just felt weird. Like, really? Like, and and then she she then she blurted out at me so maybe she did feel it was a smart ass remark where she was like I can't help you and I was like okay see you later and then I went down to Wally's uh, just like the places they have here in Beverly Hills and Santa Monica and that staff would could not have been nicer like they were incredible the waiter I had the hostesses were great the waiter I had uh, from it was a kid from Northridge originally was fantastic um, it was a really fun experience so that that's why that gentleman was talking what he was talking about. Uh, a second ago. So let me sneak in one more. We've got time. No, we don't have. So hit us up at 877-710-ESPN. Also, I have noticed something that 50-year-old men are doing, um, and I don't know what to make of it. We'll I am get getting to that. very nervous about this because I'm a yeah. 50-year-old man. Yeah, we'll get to that coming up here. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Ta-da! I love this song. American Gangster. What a great movie. Denzel Washington. You ever see that, Kaplan? Probably not, is my guess. Nope. Really? You don't watch a Denzel Washington movie? You know what I figured out, George? Um, when you have four kids and you have so much stuff going on in life, you miss movies. You miss stuff like that. The last week, uh, I will tell you, I was in quarantine for the last week, and I watched The Morning Show. Have you seen The Morning Show on Apple TV? I've not. I really didn't have much of an interest. I heard it wasn't great. So It was amazing. Who told you it really wasn't good. great? Uh, some people I know that uh, work in the business that thought it sucked. Oh, my God. It was incredible. I bit all my I mean, these are people that actually off. worked in a real newsroom, so maybe they were not thrilled with the way it was portrayed. Well, I worked in a real newsroom at one point, too, and I, I could definitely pick apart certain things like that would never happen or that would never happen. But generally speaking, I thought it was awesome. I thought the writing was great. I thought the acting was great. And um, and I thought Jennifer Aniston was amazing. And so, I, I listen, anybody who's seen The Morning Show, I'd be curious to hear what you think, but I thought it was awesome. Oh, and by the way, so so when you ask a question about movies, like a movie, hour and a half, two hours, didn't watch it, but put 10-plus hours in into the series, The Morning Show. Hmm. It's a lot of time. Good for you. Well, I was in um, quarantine. I was stuck, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, at least you, you saw something, though. I'm proud of you. Thank you. And I'm, I'm almost caught up to Ted Lasso. I'm almost there. I mean, are Ted you Lasso, Ted Lasso? Man. You know what's funny? So I'm glad you brought that up real quick. Um, let's talk about that at 540. Because I do want to talk about Ted Lasso. I heard Mason in Ireland talking about Ted Lasso the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the day I was flying out to Vegas, last yeah. Thursday. Mm-hmm. And they, they talked, now, and this isn't about them. It's just something that they were reading these reviews. Um, and, and I want to address that because I feel like uh, for as much as people love it, like sometimes these reviewers, man, like they get this stuff wrong in a big way. But let me go to the phones. People want to chime in on the, uh, on the re- oh, before I get to the calls. The thing I noticed about 50-year-olds, real quick, before we get to calls, because yeah, I, wa- I want to be able to mix the calls in on this, too. Mm-hmm. What is going on with dudes who are, like, in their 50s? And maybe it's younger than that, but I just, you know, I'm not a jewelry person, so let me start Nor there. I. I literally, I. the only thing I wear is my wedding band, like, on, on, my, uh, on my finger. And I don't have chains. I don't have a watch. I don't have bracelets. I don't have any of that stuff, okay? Not I am kidding. not a jewelry person, okay? It's not me. It's never been me. I can't so, even wear my iWatch, my my Apple Watch. I literally can't even wear this thing. It annoys the living hell out of me. And the other day we were talking about this. You were out, George. We were talking about uh, these Apple Watches. A guy hit me up who's a 710 listener, and he's like, hey, man, since you don't like your Apple Watch and you're not ever wearing it, would you sell it to me? I'm like, um, <laughs> I don't think so. But it's sitting here on the charger. It's fully charged. But I don't even wear that. I wear literally not one piece of any sort okay. of jewelry. So the, the, I'm glad you brought that up. You said that because I, I thought you would could be one of these guys. So what I've noticed is, and I noticed this with a couple of my colleagues who I don't want to mention on the air. Come on, but I, you know what? I, no, I'll mention Mark Jones and Mark Spears are my guys. Okay, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. these are like my brothers. I work with them all the time on NBA, and you know I, they're not alone. They were just two people that I saw with this, but I, it, it seems to be a constant theme. Where dudes are wearing these like bead bracelets now, yeah. stone yeah. bracelets like Morales. 
Oh, yes, you know what? Chris Morales does have those stone bead bracelets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, what is the deal with that? Laura, okay. do you know? I do. I love stones. I actually have Centrine on in a ring. So it's depending if you believe in all of that, right? Stones have healing properties. That's what I was So ask, yeah. if you have, like, if you suffer from anxiety, depression. I saw Pat Riley wearing the damn stone beads the other day, 50. too. That guy ain't yeah. 50. Yeah. So no, he's like 70. Right. Yeah, but that's that's what they are. So depending on what you want, like... Whatever healing, you know, whatever you want, you get a bead for You get a stone. It's not a bead. It's a stone um, or a crystal, right, depending. So, like, for for example, this one's Centrine. I love, like, black obsidian. I have obsidian gold. I have rose quartz, which is, like, good for love. So, it just, it's, it's a That's thing, right? <laughs> no, but, I mean, it just depends on some people just wear it because they like the color, but you can have like the chakra bracelet, right? Which has it uh, aligns all your chakras. So mm-hmm. that's that's kind of where that goes. Okay, it's so funny I'm you curious. say this though, because George, I have a buddy of mine who's 67 years old, and both of his wrists are littered with little bracelets, like you're talking about. Some yeah, of them bro. say things on them like "Pay it forward." And some of them are like... Oh, no, uh, but you're talking about the little rubber bracelets. No, no, well, but, but he's, he's, I'm telling you, both wrists are littered with beads and message bracelets. And oh, I look message at, bracelets. And I yeah, look at yeah, both of his, his wrists and I go, I don't know how you do anything in life. Like, how do you even ever take these things off? You got like 10 bracelets on each wrist. I don't know how guys are doing it. Laura, I thought the exact same thing as George started to bring this up. Like, maybe these are like those healing power mm-hmm. sort of bracelet yeah. things. Yeah. I, I, I am curious to see what that's about. And I want to know if anyone is actually wearing those and if those, if you, if, 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 they work. if it's actually helping you. <laughs> like, they, they work. I, and I'm curious. I'm not trying to mock it. I'm just like, I'm not a jewelry person. And I'm, you know, and I don't, you know, I'm not saying that you shouldn't believe this, that stuff helps you, but I'm just curious about it. Like, it just, it's something I've noticed and it's become more and more pervasive, right? From like Pat Ryan to Mark Jones and Mark Spears to like a bunch of people that I know. Uh, let me go to Chris in Fullerton, though, um, who wants to chime in on Laura's uh, What You Need to Know, which is about the school with the rats in Montebello. Uh, Chris, how are you? Well, I was going to talk about why schools are starting early. I'm a dean. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. It was that. Okay. My bad. My bad. My yeah, bad. My bad. Yeah. All right. So the reason why the school, um, school year is starting early is because we're trying to get the kids on track with the college schedule because before – the first semester was ending after Christmas break, and the kids forget. So we wanted to end it before, so they're getting the full semester before the break. Gotcha. And okay. then the re- and then the reason the reason why it starts early is because a lot of the inner city kids and other kids, you know, they leave because uh, when daylight uh, savings starts, mm-hmm. you know, it gets dark earlier, and we don't want them walking home, you know, in the dark. All right. Well, that makes sense. Gotcha. All right, Chris. Well, well, thank you. That that makes total sense. Yeah. Let me go to to Debbie um, in Long Beach. Debbie, what's up? Uh, Hello. Uh, Hello. Okay. Sorry. Can you hear me? What's up, Debbie? Madonna. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Who am I talking to? Debbie. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I I just want to tell you, I would never go back to that restaurant. I worked in the restaurant industry for a long time. You don't do that to a customer, ever. Customer is always right. You don't ever treat a customer like that ever. And I would call and talk to somebody in corporate or something about about the way because she's going to kill the business doing what she did. It's not okay. Okay, fair enough, bro. Appreciate you. Okay, take care. Shout out to Long Beach. Uh, now, who else? Did, Greg, did you or Laura? Did you bring up two people at the same time? Is that what happened there? Yeah, no, I actually, I hit the wrong button. Oh, it was I, Greg. Okay. Yeah, it was me. All right. 
Okay, let's bring Paul back since he was already on the air. Oh, no, um, no, he's gone. I accidentally hung he's up gone. on him. You hung up on Paul? <laughs> so when I switched, I hit his line instead of instead of Debbie's line. Jesus, Greg. Yeah. So Paul I mean, we were doing so well. It was an hour and 24 minutes before your first screw-up. Right. So I, I, I ended up hitting the wrong good. button. Then I was like, oh, shoot, I got to go over to Debbie. So I hit that line, and it hung up on Paul at the same time. So he might be there. Let's go to Brian from Black Gold. Brian, how are you, sir? I'm good. How are you guys doing? What's up, Good. Dude? So, uh, first of all, I can't wait to see you guys on the 10th of Black Gold. Uh, hopefully you guys will be there. I'll be there. I will yeah, yeah, the golf event. Are yes, you, absolutely. Hey, hey, George, are you going to play golf that day? No, or are you planning on I'm just going to go drive a cart and perhaps maybe have a few cocktails. All right, I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> playing. I'm, I can't wait to come out. I love Black Gold. I've been there many times long I have. before it's a great Chris place. had told us yeah. you know, about it being his home course and before that whole Travis uh, – you know, versus Morales situation. Looking forward to that. So, yes, yeah, September 10th, the 710 golf tournament. We will all be out there. Looking forward to it. All right. So, with the Vegas thing, um, obviously, you know, I'm in the hospitality business. Um, right. I was always trained to know, like, it's always quality over quantity. And I know even for us, we're, we're spread thin, too, since after we reopened from COVID. Um, but it's, it's always quality. And we, we screen our, our team before every event. We choose the team members to work on the days that we need good employees. So, um, I mean, you had a you had a nighttime reservation, which is probably like playoff conditions if you think about it in NBA terms. So you want to always put your starters out there, not not your bench players or even like guys that play in the D League or anything like that. Okay, but I, I, I mean that's to fair. The management for sure. Okay, well, thank you, Brian. Appreciate it. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Thank you. Let me sneak in one more, Kevin in Newport, real quick. Kevin, how are you? Awesome. How you guys doing? Thanks yeah, for taking awesome. my call. Yeah. Listen, you guys are bragging about the owner from L.A. going to Las Vegas. Give the guy another chance. But then, unlike the other guy, don't call and speak to the owners. Call in the morning, talk to the manager, let him know so he can fix his people. Hostesses, I love my hostesses. Right now, during COVID, they're human punching bags, getting beat up about to-go orders and everything else. But they still got to be polite. And you talk to an entry-level person. And I'm not being disrespectful, but ask to speak to a manager. Now, if you call and do it the next time, you're going to call me. I'm going to apologize profusely. I'm going to do everything possible to get you to come back. I'm going to offer you tequila. Come in and have some tequila on me. I apologize. It's great. No, then we forget about me. it. Then you you're go on the open. You talk about me giving you stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm also yeah. 54. The 53-year thing with jewelry, I don't get it. My brother's 53. He wears all the jewelry. I don't wear anything. I can just talk it up that his wife dresses him. <laughs> Does he wear the stone beads too? The bracelets or no? No, he doesn't wear the hippie beads. He just wears a lot of like nice fancy jewelry from Beverly Hills or Dale oh, okay. stuff like okay. that. Yeah, I definitely but can't do that either. I gotta be taste, honest. With but you. it just doesn't work yeah. on a Jersey boy. Yeah. yeah, not not for me. That's not my style either, Kevin. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate okay. it. There you go. We got to run. We're up against it. I'm sorry. But, yeah, I, I'm just not a jewelry person. But, anyway, do you know somebody's wearing the beads? If you're wearing the bead bracelets, why are you wearing them? Give me the reason. Is it because of Laura said? Tell me. All right. We got Would You Rather coming up in two and a half minutes. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. 
all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. I got it. I got it. All right, here we go. And Kaplan, we're going to start with you. Would you yeah. rather have police hunting you down for a crime you didn't commit mm-hmm. or a serial killer actually hunting you? Um, I think I'd rather have the police coming after me for a crime I didn't commit, and then I would go to jail. I would do uh, what I need to do. I'd make my one phone call. I would call my lawyer. I say it like that, my lawyer, like as if it's sexy, like I've got him waiting on hold. You know what I mean? Like he's on retainer at all times, this person. Um, I'd try and work my way out of the situation. I don't want some serial killer coming after me. Yeah, Although, that, that's that's an easy one. Yeah, what do you got? Although what? Well, although, although, you know, anytime I've seen these these uh, docs on serial killers, you uh, know. That's not I'm part like, of the question. I know, but but I, I look at it and I go, could that guy do that to me? You know, like. Because like, you're a tough guy like that? No, you feel I'm like, not yeah. tough. I'm not really tough. But you're not a small guy. Yeah, but I think to myself, could I, could I fend off this guy, you know? Yeah, right. No, I hear you. Um, I'm definitely not tough. But, okay, I, I would go with your route, too, because I would just call the Cochran firm, you know? Like, you know, I know Johnny's not around, but the firm's still around. Or who was the other lawyer on the um, it, that worked for Johnny on the OJ Robert case? Robert Shapiro? No, 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 no. That he, He's been on the station with me and back in the day with me and LZ and Key. God, not Alan Dershowitz? No! <laughs> I mean, I'm just naming the roster of guys on the OJ team, you know? I mean, Christopher he's black. Darden was on he's the not other, white. Christopher, Dar- uh, Christopher, Christopher Darden? Darden was on the other side. No, he's on the other side. Yeah. Um, ah, I don't know. I- I'll figure it out later. His name, Carl Douglas. There it is. Carl Douglas. I'll call Carl. Carl will take care of me. <laughs> Carl's a big ESPN fan. He watches ESPN all the time. I've had, when I, we've had, you know, he, he, you know, so he would take my call. Carl, if you're listening, if I ever got into this situation, I'm calling you. All right. Laura? Uh, Laura, go ahead. I will take the cops, please. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure, bro. Yeah. For sure. Um, all right. I know we have calls that want to play Would You Rather, too, and, and uh, that's actually cool that the caller has a Would You Rather. We'll do that in a second, but go ahead, Greg. Next one. All right, Sedano. Uh, would you rather visit the International Space Station for a week or spend a week in a hotel at the bottom of the ocean? Okay, International Space Station for a week or a hotel in the bottom of the ocean? Yes. Oy vey. Um, so basically you're telling me I live in Atlantis? <laughs> yeah, pretty much for a week. Yeah. Um, I mean, both are kind of cool. I got to be honest right? with you. Um, I don't know. Hmm. Everyone's trying to do space. I would go the other way. Let's do the ocean. Let's go to Atlantis. Let's do that. I'll go space. Both sound horrible to me, by the way, because I, I feel like I, I've, I'm going to be trapped in both, you know, um, one time I went up on the Goodyear blimp and I thought, this is going to be really fun. I was up there for about yeah. 15 minutes. I was like, yo, can we land this thing? This thing is so boring. So I would have to go space station because the underwater thing makes me feel like I can't breathe. Yeah. I mean, the Goodyear blimp takes off like right by my house all the time. I yeah. see it on the highway That's and the freeway. That's exactly where I went. Yeah. I went up yeah. on that blimp and I was you like. You were in Carson to just yeah. go up in the Goodyear blimp? I, yes, cool. I, somebody offered me a ride. I was like, hey, cool. That sounds really fun. That's why even now, like, have you ever been up on a hot air balloon? Like, I would never go on a I hot have, air balloon yeah. because that yeah. sounds like 15 minutes in, I'm going to be like, yo, land this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Laura? Uh, Laura? I will take Atlantis. I love the ocean, so that's awesome for me. Sweet. 
Uh, all right, one more, Greg. All Actually, right. let's do two more, and then. Uh, by the way, I do like the fact, like, if callers want to call with "Would yeah, You Rather"s, like I do idea. like that idea. I think that's even idea. better because then Greg can play too. Yeah, yeah. that'd be fun. Yeah, keep it. But clean keep it clean. Right. Yes. yes, keep it clean. Yes. Thank you, Laura. Yes. All right, Laura, we'll start with you on this one. Would you rather right. find your soulmate or your calling? Oh, one hundred percent, my calling. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> if you like, find your calling, the rest will work itself exactly. out. Yeah. Come on, man. Are you for real with that? And then I'm anti love. I almost right now, cursed there. Like, you are anti love right now. Her she love beads aren't working. <laughs> yeah, your love beads. I don't got no rose quartz on. I'm good. <laughs> All right, fine. We'll go to another one. You all got the same thing here. All right, so Kaplan for the last one. Would you rather never eat Christmas cookies ever again or never eat Halloween candy ever again? I'll give up the Christmas cookies. Oh, they're so good. I know, but I got a lot of variety with Halloween candy. I got Almond Joy. I got Snickers. I got Milky Ways. I got, you know, I got all kinds of different stuff in that Halloween bag. I got Reese's peanut butter cups in different varieties of sizes. I'll stick with the Halloween candy and I'll give up the Christmas cookies. Okay, so Halloween candy or Christmas cookies? Never again. You can never eat either of them again. One of them. I don't really have. You got a sweet tooth. Come on. I do, but I don't know if I eat like cookies specifically on Christmas. You know what I mean? Like I can have cookies any other day. Like I'm fine with that. Yeah. Like Halloween is like a specific day for candy. So I would rather not do the Christmas cookies because I don't even know if I do Christmas cookies all that regularly, to be honest with you. So Laura. Okay. So I was thinking about it, but I feel like Halloween candy to me is like candy corn and all these ugly candies. Nobody wants (laughs) not. He didn't say candy or chocolate bars. So I feel like the Twix and all that other stuff is still fair game. So I'm going to go with giving up the Halloween candy. Oh, okay. Yeah, and right. also like Halloween candy is like, it's just regular candy. It's like ugly candy I, corn I can, nobody wants. I can go to the, the vending like machine corn. and go get some of the Halloween candy. Yeah. You know? I, know. I guess. But Twice. Halloween is like, it's like the yeah. specific day. You know, it's like a day to celebrate. Plus, I steal my kids' candy uh, when they go to sleep anyway. So. <laughs> you uh, like the candy parent. corn. <laughs> I, I like the, the right way to do well, it. Well, I, I do. I, 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 I mean, there's so much. Dude, they're seven and two. Like, I mean, they're not eating oh, all that okay. candy, nor am I letting them eat all that candy. That's true. But that's true. I do pick out the ones I like. You know, I pick out like a As few. As you should. I don't got kids, but I do it to my nieces and nephews. Oh, yeah. Nina has to inspect, okay? <laughs> right. I don't want to exactly. give up like uh, Twizzlers. I love their red liquor. Ugh. Twizzlers. Oh, so That's gross, good. bro. So good. No. Eso, my mom used to say, eso es caramelo de bobo. <laughs> That's what my mother used to say, too. That's so yeah, weird. Probably not, no. is my guess. But you don't that, think so? She means it's, uh, it's basically uh, candy uh, for silly people. I don't know, man. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, besides let, me? I don't like, Greg likes red vines, don't you, Greg? Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with them. I don't, yeah. like, seek them out, but they're Gross. they're fine. All right, that is Would You Rather. We have, uh, I, Paul is back. I do want to take Paul, but take K-Dub first, because he has the beads thing, and he also wants to ask us a Would You Rather. Uh, K-Dub, ask us the Would You Rather first, and then tell us the beads thing. Okay, hey, hey, how you guys doing? Great yeah, show. Yeah. Uh, me and my mom listen to your show every day. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. Uh, what up, Mama? Hi, Mom. Um, the the would you rather we used to sit around with with my boys and do this all the time. So I got tons of would you rather. Here's a good one. Okay. With your with your human brain, would you rather come back in another life with being a dog, a pet in anybody's home, whoever you thought would treat you the best, you you pamper, but you got your human brain. You know, you're in air condition, you get good food with water, or would you rather come back 
in any form of a bird, a free bird, but you got a human brain. You can go. I would choose. I always chose the the bird because I could fly to any stadium. I could be an eagle. I could be a strong bird, and I can get in all the games for free. But some people chose the pet because you could sit around in Oprah's house and just chill out and get pampered by their by their servants. And so, what, what would you rather? With a human brain, a pet. Any home or the bird flying free anywhere you can fly anywhere you want to go. Well, look, an eagle can live easily twenty to thirty years. Some have even lived up to fifty. So, like, you can see a lot of stuff if you got a human brain and you get to be an eagle. Um, but you're right, the pampering pets. People love their pets, bro. But it's a short lifespan. Short lifespan. Um, hmm. I'm gonna go with the eagle. Like, I will go with the bird because if I get to be a bird and not have a bird brain and be like a human brain. And I get to kind of see all that stuff and fly around the world. That'd be kind of cool. I'd like I that. Would, I would definitely take the bird over the pet because I have no guarantee that I'm going to be Oprah's dog. Right. You know that's true. You could be I mean, your dog. Right. I mean, listen, I, I would rather be the bird, fly to wherever I want to go. I like your whole idea about, uh, about going to games and stuff. Plus, I could consciously choose who I'm going to aim for down on the ground when I Yeah, decide. when you want to poop on him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 What's the beads thing, bro? What do you got going on with the beads? See ya. Oh, he's gone. Sorry, k <laughs> All right. Uh, let me sneak in Paul, uh, who wants to talk about, and thank you for the uh, Would You Rather game. Paul, uh, sorry that Greg hung up on you earlier. Um, he doesn't know how to pick up a phone. And uh, what do you got for me? Uh, yeah, just to add to your food thing, your restaurant experience, man, I always have bad experiences with Panda Express. I don't eat their food, but my son, he's four years old, loves their teriyaki chicken. And, you know, he doesn't have a set time that he eats, but, you know, on their door, it says it goes at 9.30. I'm in there at 8.50, and they hardly have any food items right there. And then when you ask them if they can go ahead and make you something, they give you an attitude. They don't want to do what they say they're about to close, and it's like a half hour till they're closing. It, it just hurts me, man, when people at these restaurants, you know, just are rude, show no customer service. And it's like, if you don't want that job, then, you know, you don't have to do it. Yeah, it just was whack, man. Like, I would have just, again, I would have blamed it on my bosses, like, if I were in that spot. And thank you for the call, Paul. I'd be like, yo, man, you know, unfortunately, we're short-staffed. The manager's making me shut it down at this point. There's really nothing I can do, but I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, even if even it's just that, it wasn't just like, I can't do anything for you. It was like, whoa, all right, sorry. <laughs> sorry I asked to try to eat at your place of employment. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, I just think about my daughter, so. who's 17 years old and works in a restaurant, and, and how she has to deal with people. You know, and, and I just say that to her all the time, just be nice to yeah. everybody. You know, that's yeah. all. You can disarm yeah. people by being super nice. That's yeah, all. For sure. Uh, all right. That is Would You Rather. Coming up next, Greg is going to be one happy man about his football team. I'll tell you why on the other side. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Oh, red, red wine. This actually makes sense. Because today is National Pinot Noir Day. I may have a little Pinot. I think when you and I were at Rams training camp, I brought you a bottle of Pinot. Pinot Gris. 
Mm. Different sure? Pinot. You yes, sure? positive. Yes. I don't know, man. I don't do Because my wife Gris. drinks Pinot Gris. Mm, I, I mean, I do it. too, but it's more her speed. Yeah. I like but Pinot Noir. But you did. I, it was still a nice, a nice gesture. So. Well, listen, I, I, I don't really love, love, love red wine. Um, just because it's so sugary and it's so acidy. But, I mean, I will drink a Pinot Noir <laughs> over a Cabernet. Word, dude. What's that? Acidy? <laughs> you and that word. It's a, it's uh, a real word. Here's what it? you need to do, Kaplan. Yeah, what's that? At some point, I, I will t- – let's – here's the deal. I, yeah. You know, I told you I had that great experience at Wally's yeah. in, uh, in Vegas at the yeah. Resorts World, you know, after the bad experience at the other place. Um, we will go to eventually, you know – Maybe in a, in a few months when hopefully the world is a little better. Um, but we'll, we'll go to the Wallies either in Beverly Hills or Santa Monica, and 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 I will we we could do a show taste test, right? I will I will pay for the wine. We will go to Wallies. Thanks, Ireland. Oh, okay. What did Ireland uh, say? That. That, that must that have been would, a rare occurrence. I just felt like that was, was also a random, random drop. Like, okay, my I don't know bad, boys. I'm, okay, thank I'm you for something. taking taking that because it was I mean, not Greg was like, real, like these is like a gift from heaven. Um, <laughs> Ireland saying so, I'm right? What? Yeah, yes, anyone saying I'm right? Um, but I will take us. I will take the show to Wally's, and we will, we will, we will do little red wine taste testing. How about that would be that? fine. I, I've had my red wine days, um, so I, I know it. Um, I've been around some some very uh, sophisticated palates, blah blah blah. But um, yeah, I just I don't I don't love it anymore. I've, I've Bro, become... I'm just telling you, just trust me on this. Oh, I George, total faith, total trust. Um, I just have become a. I can't believe I'm about to say this. You got to be- pair it with the right food, bro. That's why we got to go to Wally's. All right, we can do it. I, I've become a Chardonnay drinker. <sighs> I know. I can't it's drink Chardonnay thing. unless it's like during it's unless I'm thing. drinking it with unless I'm eating like sushi. Or yeah. something like that. That's the only wine I'll eat. With, I'll drink like I, I have with like sushi or something. No, but you want sake then at that that's point. What I, I don't with, love with sake. Sushi. It's not yeah. my thing, bro. That's what nah. I drink. Cold too, like cold sake. Really nah, good. I'm sake, good. Really good. I'm good. Ooh, I don't man. feel like sake tastes all that good, to be honest with you. Mm, rice wine. Yeah, exactly. It's just I like rice it too, wine. Greg. I'm man, with you. Thank you. I'd rather right, a Chardonnay. Greg. A You're glass right, of Chardonnay. <laughs> like Mark Jones invited me to a, a awesome sushi place in Vegas, and Mark Jones. Yes, and and, and did you uh, sit there and obsess with his bracelets. Was that Greg actually saying that, or was a drop of Greg saying that? <laughs> no, that was... because I go Mark Jones, and he thought he was like not off, so he repeated it was on air. <laughs> what is happening? It was Eminem, bro. That was actually funny though. Yeah. Like it was good. Um, are, were you trying to just do it as if like Mike Jones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark was, Jones. Yeah, okay, right. That's exactly like that. what that was. That's but funny. I thought I was off air saying it to Laura. <laughs> That's fantastic. I the M&Ms. <laughs> uh, so anyhow, uh, he took me to, and I had a little little Chardonnay there. But I only like Chardonnay like either like during the day or like you know like if I'm like, because it's cold, right? You know, but it's refreshing. It's crispy. Yeah, but I don't like it with just like a, I don't know. There's certain foods I gotta have red wine with, bro. And pretty much almost any food you got you could have red wine with. Like even sushi, you could have Pinot Noir specifically uh, is a great um, um, is great with Asian food, I believe. Um, but yeah, so it is National Pinot Noir Day. Uh, get yourself a little Willamette Valley. Go get yourself like it doesn't have you don't spend a lot of money. Pinot Noirs are actually relatively inexpensive. You can get yourself a nice one today. Go to you know Ralph's or uh, you know uh, um, you know Vons or Pavilions or wherever you shop Albertsons and get yourself a little Pinot Noir today on National Pinot Noir Day. The brand you just mentioned is it an Oregon Pinot? 
Those are Oregon. Yeah, Argyle is Oregon. Um, uh, what's the other one? Siduri is also. Siduri has mo- different ones. They have Oregon. They have California uh, Pinots. But they're all good. I like Oregon personally for yep. Pinot. But, but get yourself one because they're not super expensive and it's nice. Go, like, get your significant other, uh, like, a nice Pinot Noir today and just be like, honey, I wanted to surprise you. It's National Pinot Noir Day. Let's have a little glass of wine. I think it's also National Couples Day. So you put the two of them together. Perfect. You see that? Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, no one will mistake the Raiders and Rams uh, for a couple. And, Greg, I know you'll be excited. The Raiders looked much better than the Rams in their joint practice. Ooh, I like it, but it's joint practice. I know that uh, somebody hit us up on Twitter and said, so let me get this straight, guys. The Raiders dominated the Rams today in their joint practice, and you guys are intentionally staying away from the story. And I That's said, not true. I said, why don't you call the show with a spy report, because I don't know about the rest of you guys, but I wasn't at practice today. I wasn't watching it, and I actually haven't seen a whole bunch of reports about it. So if Well, I saw there was, was a fight, right, and Matthew Stafford talking about – or a scuffle, not a fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Matthew Stafford talking about he made a couple of poor throws – um, they, well, there's a, there's a headline. If you Google that specific line, Raiders yeah. dominate. Um, it's the Las Vegas journal review, Vince, uh, Vinny Bonsignor, Bonsignor who, used here, who used to work here in LA. Right. Vincenzo Bonsignor. Um, and I can't read the article cause I don't subscribe to the Las Vegas journal review, but his headline, which he may not have written because that's generally not how it works, uh, says Raiders defense dominates against Rams in joint practice. So I, I don't know. I didn't, I wasn't there. Um, I know Hunter Renfro had a good day and apparently, uh, Jalen Ramsey um, did not apparently against Hunter Renfro, but and there were some scuffles. So I, I don't have the details. Um, but other than Matthew Stafford talking about he did not have a great day um, and that the Raiders defense got the best of him. Now, granted, to Greg, your point, it is just a practice. So man, we talk about practice, not a game. Nope, not a game. Man, I was supposed practice. to be the franchise player. We all up in here talking so, about practice. I'm actually going to Rams Raiders on Saturday at SoFi. So there you go. So would you take more from that if the Raiders played really well in the preseason game than a joint practice? No. Even then, you would still be (laughs) doubtful because the Raiders' defense was pretty stinky last year. Yeah, they were. But this is also preseason, and the Raiders tend to go 3-0, 4-0 in preseason, 3-1, and something like that, and then they're 500 in the regular season. So it really doesn't mean anything to me. It's just really just about to see if I can, you know. I'm at SoFi is really the only reason I'm going. Beautiful. I've never been there. I know Laura, I still you still haven't been in. I still have not been in SoFi Stadium, and I, I can't wait to get in there. I know Laura was giving us a great report about last Saturday night between the Chargers and the Rams. Yeah. Oh, it was nice, Laura? I haven't been. I want to go. Oh, yeah. my God. It's beautiful. You guys know I don't have a team, but that stadium, I was like, okay, you guys might get that rose at least this season. Oh, look at that. The rose for the Rams. I mean, it's it's contenders. You know, I still haven't fully committed and I'm going to D.C. and I'm going to watch a game over there. So depending on what happens over there, but beautiful You're stadium. You're going to D.C. like the y- the WFT, the, the Washington mm, football team? So I'm debating. I want to go to the Chiefs and that game, and but the other Ooh, one up. Now, that, now listen, uh, Scott, you've been all over the league, no, so teams. more so than I have. Um, I mean, Kansas, but both places are pretty impressive places to watch games, I would say, Washington and Kansas City. Yeah, so the Chiefs are going to be over there, but the other one on the table that my friend um, is thinking of, either we're either going to go to either one. No, is this one. a friend or a friend? No, 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 he's a friend. He just moved there because he just became a major in the Army, so I want to treat him to a okay. game. Shout so, out. Thank you for his service. Mm-hmm. And the other one is the Chargers are going to be at the Baltimore Ravens. So it's either going to be one of those. Ooh, that's a cool place to watch a game, actually. Yeah, Clint. I feel like the fans get super into it there, too. Yeah, Clint was telling me. So I'm like, oh, we'll see which one wins me over. So, but yo, SoFi was beautiful. Is Kaplan, beautiful. Yep. Washington, 
football team, uh, Ravens, at Ravens or at Chiefs, which is the better atmosphere of those three, in your opinion? As well, a guy Kansas City, let me tell you something. Uh, Kansas City Stadium absolutely goes nuts and rocks. And by the way, they've got an old stadium, but what they did is they added on to it yeah, and they right. refurbished a lot of it. And it's, it really is fantastic and it's beautiful. Baltimore's stadium is also a great place, and it's kind of right in downtown Baltimore. It's right next to Camden Yards. Um, and it's it's kind of one of those newer rectangular stadiums. Great place to see a game. Plus, Baltimore puts on a great show. They have a big marching band before the game. They do a lot of military appreciation. If it were me, Laura, and I had a chance to either go to a Washington football team game in you know suburban D.C. Mm-hmm. in Maryland, or I could go to Baltimore, I would much rather go to Baltimore, having been to both. I know. Clint told me the same thing, but I really want to see Patrick Mahomes. That's the only one that's kind of swaying me to go over there. Yep, I can understand that. Seeing You're not Patrick allowed to Mahomes be a red person team fan. Good. No, no, I'm not. No, no, okay, but I'm a Mahomes fan. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. I, can I convince you to be a Raider fan? Hell no. My uncle tried that. <laughs> My uncle tried that. I have pictures in like Raider shirts, and I had like a beautiful bomb, uh, uh, what is it, the bomber jacket Raiders? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bro, I want to burn all those pictures. So people are like, you are a Raider fan. I was like, I was confused. And young. No, no, no. Just embrace it. Love it. Be it. It's important. Hey, listen, I I don't know what happened exactly today other than reading these headlines between the Rams and the Raiders. And for the, you know, the the Raider fans that are out there that are saying, well, you guys are avoiding it because you guys are the Ram station. Hardly the case at all. Um, But I would say this. Knowing John Gruden the way I do and knowing Gruden's mentoring type relationship that he has with Sean McVay, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. If the Raiders went out there today thinking it's like Sunday game day week 17 of the season and the Rams go out there today like, okay, we're going to just sort of, you know, do what we do. We're trying to get some reps in here. It's nice to have another team to participate against. I could see the Raiders showing up like it's the Super Bowl and the Rams showing up like it's a practice. All right, let's get back to football in a little bit at around 6.15 because coming up next, Greg has a proposition for the Dodgers. We'll get to that coming up in two minutes, but and of course, what you need to know with Laura. We're back in a moment, 710 ESPN.